Welcome to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. This is Brian Kletter, the creator and host of the podcast. You can engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought or at Counterthought CEO and on our Facebook page, Counterthought Podcast. For audio versions of the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And for video versions of the podcast, join us on YouTube at the Counterthought channel. Let's go. The New Hampshire primary is over. Donald Trump won, Nikki Haley finished in second place. And despite her second place finish and having no mathematical pathway to securing the nomination, she is dead set on continuing her campaign. And as she does so, and as the field has shrunk to 1v1, Trump versus Haley, more and more of what she has said and is saying is being scrutinized. And one of the things she said going back as far as four months ago and has reiterated multiple times leading up to the New Hampshire primary was regarding increasing the retirement age for Social Security benefits. Now, Nikki Haley is a Gen Xer with Gen Z children. So is she actually capturing what millennials, Gen Z, and Gen Alpha truly desire for the American dream? Or is she completely missing the mark? Welcome to Counterthought. I'm a little under the weather, but powering through for this episode, you can probably hear it in my voice, the congestion and everything in my nose, but hopefully it's not too bad. And I appreciate you for joining me. Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, you know, against the odds has become the second choice, so to speak, for the Republican nomination. She is the last one in going against Donald Trump. And the New Hampshire primary finished last night. She finished second to Trump, which was expected. And even though she does not have a clear pathway to victory, nothing mathematical, (laughs) except for Trump dropping out, which is not going to happen. She doesn't have a pathway to secure the nomination, but she is continuing her campaign. And as she does so, as I mentioned in the intro, More and more of what she says, more and more attention is going to be focused on what she has said and is currently saying, her proposal for America, if she was the president. And one of the things that she mentioned four months ago and that recently came back into the the fold is that she wants to increase the retirement age. This came up about a week ago, whenever she was doing the town hall with Governor DeSantis on CNN. She reiterated it in more of a local interview leading up to the New Hampshire primary. She wants to increase the retirement age to 70 years old. She said that one time, and then she's kind of danced around it, not really committing to an age, but she says she has said repeatedly that the retirement age needs to increase to reflect or to, I guess, accommodate for the increase in life expectancy since the most recent adjustment for life expectancy for social security benefits. And here, watch this clip. What I'll tell you we have to do is 
We have to keep our promises to seniors, but we also can't put our head in the sand. For those like Ron saying they're not going to touch Social Security, that means they're going to leave after four or eight years and leave it bankrupt? No. What we do is we go to those in their 20s and say we're going to change the retirement age to reflect life expectancy. Instead of cost of living increases, we do increases based on inflation. We limit benefits on the wealthy you, and we expand Medicare Advantage plans, which seniors love. You, That's Governor. how we'll deal with so, making sure they have. So she wants to increase the retirement age. And I'm sorry, Nikki Haley, but you are completely missing the mark. Completely missing the mark. Now, a little history. Social Security you know, was first enacted. The Social Security Act was enacted back in uh, 1935. That's when it was signed. They began collecting Social Security. The government did in 1937. And then began monthly payouts, monthly payments, distributions in 1940. And at the time when the Social Security Act was signed into law in 1935, the life expectancy was 61 years old. 61 years old. That was for that time. Present day, or at least as recent as the completed year in 2023, the life expectancy in the United States is... 79 years old. So 18 years, the life expectancy has increased in about 90 years. Now the social security benefits, the social security administration, SSA has retirement set at age 66 for individuals who are born between the years of 1943 and 1959. Now, starting with 1960 and later, the retirement age set by the Social Security Administration is age 67. So if Nikki Haley becomes president, she wants to increase that retirement age to 70 years old. 70 years old, she says, to accommodate for the increase in life expectancy. But the goal for retirement is not to retire later because you're going to live longer. The goal is not, oh, well, you know what? I got an extra five years on my life expectancy. So, you know, I'm, I should, you know, because it's fair, I should delay my retirement for another five years. That nobody wants that. Who wants to, who wants to work longer because they're going to live longer? Sure, there are people who just love to work and they'll work, you know, until they're until they, you know, they die in their bed. Sure, there are those people. But most people, the majority of Americans, want to work as long, only as long as they have to, until they can actually retire. Until they can retire and live off of the nest egg that they've made, that they've built through their investments, whether that's through, you know, retirement savings accounts or or other methods. And Social Security. They don't want to extend the years of their labor. You know, go from working 40 years of your life from, you know, age 25 to 65 to then extending it to 45 years old. Or if you started working at 20, extending it to 50 years of your life. They don't want to go from currently 40 years about to 45 or from 40 to 50 just because they're expected to live longer. No. The goal of retirement is to 
retire and enjoy the fruits of your labor in the labor force, in the workforce. So Nikki Haley is completely missing the mark, which I'm surprised because like I said, she she's a Gen Xer, she's Generation X, and she has Generation Z, Gen Z children. She's talked about her children on the campaign. You know, they're in their 20s. So you would think, unless maybe she's just got them to buy into this, this mindset, that her that her kids would say, uh, excuse me, mom, mom, um, me and none of my friends, none of my friends, actually probably the entire generation of Gen Z wants to work three, four, five more years to get those social security benefits that they've been paying into since they first got their job. That is, that is not a desirable thing. Nobody, mom, nobody wants to do this. Nobody wants that. The younger generation politically strategy wise is uh, for the Democrat party. She is not going to bring anyone, anyone over politically uh, speaking from Gen Z by proposing later retirement social secu- for social security benefits. That is not going to happen. Talk about a turnoff. It's like, whoa, you want me to you want me to work longer? You want me to work, you want me to work longer to collect on the money that I've entrusted you, the federal government, to steward wisely. You want me to wait longer to collect the money that I have given to you? That you have taken from me? I don't think so. And Nikki Haley, again, she mentions this because of the increase in life expectancy. And that's her primary reason. That's the reason she <clears throat> she uh, she gives the most often for wanting to, to increase the age. But she doesn't really talk too much to give too many uh, details about how that would be funded. She admits that Social Security, the projections are that it's going to go bankrupt in 10 years. All right. So her as Gen, Gen X wouldn't even be collecting on Social Security benefits. She proposes a net worth maximum. So people who have a certain a net worth over a certain amount shouldn't get Social Security benefits. You know, you can already opt out of receiving them and it just goes back into the pot. But I guess this would be more of a formal and actual like hard line cutoff of if you have a certain a net worth of a certain amount, you don't get Social Security benefits because you have a nest egg to retire on because you have X amount of money. I don't know if that's going to go over well, but I understand the logic behind there. Like, hey, don't take the Social Security benefits, you know, kind of be like be a good person, right? And and give back to others. <clears throat> You don't have as much money as as you've accumulated over your over your life, blah, 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 blah. And she also said for Social Security, she wants to change it from adjusted for inflation to cost of living adjustment. But she hasn't given too many details about that because actually currently the Social Security Administration uses CPI, the consumer price index, to make a cost of living adjustment or a COLA or or COLA. And what we've experienced in inflation over these past few years, the adjustment for social security benefits in 2020, 
three because of the inflation in 2022 was like a 7.5% increase. And this most recent year was about 3.2%, I believe. And that seven point some odd percent increase was like the largest increase in 40 something years, which, you know, that is, that is an outlier having to increase that much. So it already factors in, in social security payout and the benefits, a cost of living increase. So I'm not really sure the differentiation, her differentiation between cost of living and inflation. Maybe she thinks cost of living is going to provide more money, but, but who's cost of living? Whose cost of living is she talking about? You know, like my cost of living is different as someone who lives in Orlando versus someone who lives somewhere else in the country. Also cost of living of someone who, let's say, um, dual income, no kids or dinks as they're called, called, right? Dual income families, but no kids. Well, I'm a dual income family with kids. So my cost of living could increase because childcare continues to go up in this country. So do I get more a higher payout because of my circumstances? Or is this just going to be a set level, kind of an average going across the board? So she doesn't give any details. But another hurdle of her plan, especially with Social Security on track to, to go bankrupt within 10 years, is how are you going to fund this? America, I've talked about in another episode about birth rate. Birth rate has been declining, which means there are going to be less people and Gen Alpha and the generations after that entering the workforce. And it is the workforce that funds Social Security. Now, the baby boomers are getting Social Security right now, and they're like the, they're the largest generation. So that is putting a little bit of a strain on Social Security. But as Gen X goes through, as Gen Y millennials, myself, come through, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, every, all the generations after that, how are you going to fund it if we are having less children in this country? And one of the reasons that we are having less children in this country is because it is we have been, the generations have believed that you know everybody should work. So everyone's entering the workforce, men, women. You see less stay-at-home moms, you know, divorce rate high. Everything you can't have is set up in this society in America to where both parents have to work. Right. If you have children, both parents basically have to work in order to support the family. So it's just how how are you going to to fund to fund this? If you have less people in the workforce, how are you going to fund social social security benefits? You think the extra three years is going to do so? Well, no, because you just you just said that you want to increase from 67 to 70 three extra years because you're living longer. So you're trying to keep the length of retirement the same instead of people wanting to be retired for longer. But yet you have less people in the future, you know, in the next 20 years entering the workforce because the birth rate in America has been has been lowered. So less people are going to be paying into social security. And there is, why would Gen Z, Gen Alpha, and future generations trust the federal government? This is a big one. Why would the younger generations and those to, yet to come trust the federal government 
to steward the money wisely that we, the workers, we, the people have paid into the Social Security benefits, Social Security Administration, if we have already seen and it has been demonstrated that Social Security has been mismanaged because it is said is going to go bankrupt. It is going to go bankrupt. Social Security used to be a surplus, not anymore. Social Security is going to go bankrupt in 10 years. I'll be about 48 years old in that time. You know, that's still, what was that 19 years? 19 years to go to meet the current retirement age at, at 67? And you want to extend it beyond that? Why would the younger generations and the future generations trust the federal government to steward that money wisely when they have demonstrated they can't already do so? She has completely missed the mark and not just Nikki Haley, but anyone else who believes that this is actually, actually good. <clears throat> People want to retire earlier. The American dream once was go to college, get a good education, get a good job, get married, start a family, have a good job, career, afford the home, afford, you know, like one, maybe two family trips a year. Your house would be about 18% of your income. Now it's about 30 to 35% when it comes to mortgage payments. Rent is just as high, if not higher for housing. Childcare costs have increased. The cost of living has far um, been more than, than actual wage gain in this country. So the American dream is dying, if not already dead. So these generations, including my own, is like, okay, well, what, we're just supposed to, to rent until retirement or continue to rent until the day that we die because the American dream of buying a home and, and everything else is, is dying or is dead? The American dream was once attainable, but that has pretty much stopped with Gen X. That has pretty much ended with Gen X. And this is like a generational gap. I don't know if Nikki Haley is just, you know, dead set on trying to, to cut spending or something like that in the federal government and doesn't think that this is such a big deal. But you would think with Gen Z children that she would understand this, that she would see what's going on. Maybe she doesn't because she's worth, she has a net worth of a few million dollars. You know, this kind of harkens back to rules for, for, um, for thee, but not for me, right? People are out of touch because these politicians are out of touch with, with what is actually going on in society. Not all politicians, but a lot of them, right? A lot of them are out, are out of touch. And she's from South Carolina, right? South Carolina is not a wealthy state. So you would think, in addition to being the mother of Gen Z children, that she would understand that pushing the retirement age for social security benefits is not something that would be welcomed. Not something that would be welcomed. Most people don't have the nest egg saved up the two to $3 million it's going to take to live a good retirement, right? The two to $3 million that's going to take to actually live a good retirement to where you don't have to use social security benefits, but because people don't have that built up, they rely on social security benefits. So she is completely missing this mark. 
no way of funding it, no good proposal. And then just the mindset of the youngest generations in these, in the generations to come is not going to be, yes, I want to work more years because I'm expected to live longer. No. Retirement is a, the fruit of your labor. It is the reward for the hard work that you put in, not the desire to, to continue to work. That is the exact opposite of how retirement is seen. Retirement is the goal, right? Retirement is the big goal that all of the other goals and milestones that we hit as a society, as workers, as laborers in this country meet along the way. Right? You're checking the boxes. Education. If you want to be married and have kids, check those boxes. You know, get a home, fund your retirement, all these things, checking them, check, 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 check. Put money aside for retirement to get to retirement as quickly as possible. As quickly as possible. Not to say, oh, well, I'm going to live five years longer now because you know averages. So I'm going to go ahead. I, I should. I should be fair. It should be fair for me to then take my retirement benefits that I've been paying into for five, five more years or three years later. No, no, she is completely missing the mark. Retirement age at 65, I believe is, is probably a good number, right? Really 60, 60 would probably be good because 60, you know, that's like when everything is really starting to change in your life. Definitely an empty nester by 60, you know, you've, you've put in a good run. You've put in 35 to 40 years of working, right? So I would say anywhere between 60 and 65 would be, would be my proposal. But increasing to 70 is, is completely missing the mark. And from a political strategy, again, she is not going to bring anyone into her camp by proposing to these younger generations because she did specifically say that starting with those who are like 20 years old today, 20 years and younger, Telling them, hey, it's going to have to be extended. You know, you know what we've promised you? That's eh, we're going to go ahead and shift that goal line a little bit farther back, right? A little bit farther back. And this just encapsulates the disconnect between a lot of politicians and society today. There are so many things that need to be fixed in this country when it comes to quality of life, right? There are so many things that need to be fixed in this country regarding quality of life. People don't want to work more years. They want to work for the most people want to work for the least amount of years as possible to be able to fund a fulfilling and full retirement. So Nikki Haley, I suggest that she changes her stance on this since she could, since she has dead, since she has decided to continue in this, in this election, in this primary season for the Republican party, I suggest that she changes her tune and actually listens to those that are going to be impacted by this proposal. Jen, Jen Y, the millennials, myself. Gen Z, Gen Alpha, we are the ones that are going to be continuing to pay into Social Security benefits in order 
when she is old enough to collect them. But yet, it seems like she is just completely not interested in where America is in the younger generations today about the American dream and where it stands for us. Thank you for listening to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. Remember to subscribe and like or rate the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube and engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought at counterthought CEO or on Facebook at counterthought podcast.